Hello everyone, this is Shireen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled podcast. Welcome to week two of my Hope for the Holidays 20 in 2020. The goal of this is to provide 20 days during the weekdays, 20 days of life coaching tips to help you navigate the holiday season um, with the goal of just self-care in mind and to come out of the holiday season feeling good about yourself, feeling confident. And so today's uh, podcast is entitled Numbers That Count. And these are numbers that I've obtained in all my nutritional readings, in my health and wellness um, certification um, for life coaching for for people, Um, also for conferences that I've been to. I just wanted a very simple handout and a a podcast to give you some numbers that you will easily be able to commit to memory whether you're in a restaurant in your home or just trying to maintain a sense of control during this holiday season you know we are a culture of extremes and you know sometimes the focus is on eating disorders like bulimia and anorexia Uh, and binge eating, which I'm sure occurs during the holiday season. Uh, But there's also um, a diagnosis called orthorexia nervosa. This is for individuals who have an obsession with healthy eating. Um, They just have to eat healthy all the time, and so they look at labels, they they, they really have a sense of urgency for everything that they put in their mouths. And this can be detrimental um, to the extreme of just watching everything that you eat. Uh, I always say, look at the pattern. And this is what you should be doing during the holidays as well. We just uh, finished, as you know, the Thanksgiving week. Yes, I made fattening foods. Yes, they have become family favorites. And yes, there were leftovers. But guess what? Tomorrow starts the getting back on track with healthy eating. So how does one, how do I, how do you maintain a a sense of control, but yet enjoy the holidays? I hope that this podcast will help you do exactly that. So here are some tips to help you maintain control, uh, which again gives way to confidence and knowing that you are entering the holidays, approaching the holidays, knowing that maybe you can enjoy some things, but yet not let the the last few weeks of the year be a total wash in terms of self-control. So in no particular order, here are some numbers for you to to commit to memory, and I think you'll be able to do so quickly. Number of alcoholic drinks a day for women actually need to be just one. For men, it's two. Uh, One meal a week for the tempting meal. So let's say you love pizza, or you love chips salsa, or Mexican, or you love hamburgers. Let that be your one meal a week for the tempting meal. 20, wait 20 minutes before going back for a second plate of food. Keep in mind that your brain and your stomach work together 
and you need to wait 20 minutes after you have finished that first plate to go back for that second plate so your brain can tell your stomach, oh, you know what, I really don't need to eat anymore. Okay, number two, two, the two bite rule for attempting dessert. Now, plan ahead. If you know you're going to a gathering, and uh, again, this is, this is what I would have to do, uh, because I know that sometimes sweets can be a slippery slope for me. The two bite rule, the brain actually is satisfied with whatever it is that you're craving after two bites. So plan ahead of time that you're only gonna take two bites of that tempting dessert. Seven, it takes seven separate exposures to a new healthy food for your taste to acclimate. And as a word for young parents, this was probably the best advice I received when my children were little and I was at the pediatrician's office. If they are picky with their food choices, do not prepare separate meals for your children. Uh, when my youngest was I guess between the ages of two and three, he became very particular about what he wanted. So I sought out the doctor's advice. And so this is what he told me and uh, it worked. Um, it was two days of things not being so pleasant, but on day three, my toddler uh, only ate what was presented to him, which was just part of our own meal. So do not prepare seven separate meals for your children. And if you're an adult or you have a child, remember that it takes seven separate exposures, not seven bites in one meal, but seven separate exposures to a new or healthy food for your taste to become acclimated. I've mentioned this before in my podcast on drinking water during the holidays, but just a quick reminder to drink half your body weight in ounces for water daily. Half your body weight in ounces for water daily. Now, this one is backed up by research and I love this next one. Four, the number four. You need four close relationships in your life that actually promote your physical health. Now think about this. We are social beings and this is why this pandemic has been so hard on us from a personal, interpersonal standpoint. We need four close relationships because we know that if we have that magic number of people in our lives who are very close to us, with whom we can be honest and authentic and transparent, it's gonna promote our physical health. I think that's fascinating. The next number is six. No more than six teaspoons of sugar a day. Now, if you're really trying to curb things during the holidays, I would say aim for as little sugar as possible. Um, that's really the overall goal. There is, there is nothing that sugar does for your, your body that is helpful in any way. Um, so I'm gonna actually say six or less. Okay, three to four. Three to four cups of coffee a day are actually good for your brain and heart health. Now, size up your thermos or your um, 
whatever you use to hold your coffee in. Um, this would be a normal cup of coffee. So if you're using one of those tall thermoses, then that would probably be at least a couple of cups of coffee. But three to four cups are actually good for your brain and heart health. Three, three minutes a day of meditation, prayer, and deep breathing. Understand that it's good. I re recently read an article this week, actually, on um, physical and emotional health, where it says for every single day, find a little bit of time to be alone. This can be your time to be alone. You need three minutes a day of meditation, prayer, or deep breathing. And keep in mind that these things are also uh, stress reducers too. Okay, here's an interesting statistic. 75% of people consume most of their calories at night. So does this uh, mean that you follow this pattern? If so, then draw a boundary for yourself. Um, I'm part of a, a Facebook group that when they're trying to watch what they eat, they say no eating whatsoever after six o'clock. So have a rule for yourself, and that may be a little unrealistic um, for some of you if you're still working in a brick and mortar building and traveling home. Um, but the, the point is, Put up a boundary after you finish your, your dinner, uh, dinner time. Another thing to keep in mind, as this uh, is also uh, true, self-control wanes as the day comes to a close. So how can you establish a new ruler boundary to stop eating after dinner? Perhaps you need to just turn the lights out to the kitchen. Uh, whatever it is. Think of a rule that's going to allow you to put up a boundary for yourself um, since 75% of people consume most of their calories at night. Just take note of that and ask yourself if you fall into this category. Okay, I follow this next one all the time, the rule of three. I have studied extensively the, uh, so many of the diets that have been popular. The MIND diet, um, the DASH diet, the South Beach diet, the keto diet even, and um, what my takeaway is from looking at all of those is when you go grocery shopping, settle in on the rule of three. I call it the rule of three. That means lean protein, healthy fats, and vegetables, 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 okay? If your diet consists of those three things, you're gonna be fine. Um, if you are interested in a small little cookbook to help you get on track, this is uh, what I put together several years ago. You can find it on Amazon. It's called um, Recipes. Uh, well, I think it's now called, um, well, I'll have to double check that, Hope for Healthy Eating, uh, Recipes Unveiled on Amazon. Um, but if you put my name in the search bar, it'll pop up. I've got several homemade salad dressings that are easy to make that I usually double or uh, triple and just keep on hand all the time. Again, getting back to those simple ingredients that make uh, salad dressings fresh. And I've already got it on hand, so it's very easy um, and not time consuming at all to throw a salad together with some homemade salad dressings. Okay, the next number, 10. 
10 minutes a day of brisk walking. It reduces the cortisol and is also a stress reducer. Now, you cannot tell me you don't have 10 minutes a day for brisk walking. Um, even where I live and the weather, we've had sort of an, uh, a, a season of warm weather even in this fall, but even when it's going to get cold, I'm determined and I'm going to do it. I'm going to wrap up and I'm just going to get outside. Um, right now, our governor has issued a um, as part of his executive order for masks to be worn inside a gym and I'm just not going to do that. Um, it's hard for me to, to breathe doing that. So um, I have found that, that walking has been my default mode of exercise these days. Um, and I can do that. And guess what? I combine it with my, my uh, meditation, prayer, and deep breathing. Um, and I just kill two birds with one stone. I'm physically active, but I'm also doing something for my mind as well um, as a stress reducer. So. 10 minutes a day of brisk walking will do your body and your mind good. Okay, here's another one. If you are home and you are working from home, here's the number two. Every two hours, step away from your screen to stretch, roll your neck, drink water, go for a short walk. And keep in mind, um, you are not being more productive by staying put in your seat and not allowing yourself breaks. Remember that for every two hours that you take a few minutes to step away, maybe watch TV or whatever you want to do in that few minutes of time, you're actually improving your concentration and your focus when you come back to your tasks. So I want to end this podcast by just saying, how can you incorporate one, two, three, or more of these thrive by number actions into your holiday season? And here's a very important one. How can you increase the emotional bond with your loved ones this holiday season? Be specific on what you can do to improve not only your physical health, but your emotional health and your need for relationships this holiday season. Don't be too busy, distracted, or unavailable for the important people in your life. So thank you for joining in today. Uh, Feel free to look back on my past episodes of last week um, for additional life coaching tips and just stay with me from now until December 18th and you'll either learn something new for your body, your mind, your relationships uh, and also thrown in there one day a week I'll be giving a Christmas message or devotional for you to think about during this season. So have a wonderful day and until next time this is Shireen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled Hope for the Holidays podcast.